0: Yo, what's up, confidants? It's your girl, Father Longlegs, Daddy T. You know me. Um, I really have been loving the people who are calling me Father Longlegs, which truly started as a joke. But you know what? I'm taking it. I mean, I did give it to myself, and you know who am I kidding? I love a nickname. You can't give yourself a nickname. I love a nickname. I've always wanted one. Ever since I was a kid, my dad. I think I've t- t- told this story on the pod before, but we have a lot of new listeners since we moved over to hoo-ha-ha, and um, some of you may not know this story, but when I was a child, my dad really wanted to call me Terry, which I hated because, I don't know, this was the 90s. Terry was like, for whatever reason in my head, it was like a boy's name, which is like fine now. I think boy's names, what is gender, you know? But like also it just, it just to me, maybe because I like knew one Terry, I feel like I knew a Terry who was actually not a boy. It was like an old woman. But to me, she seemed like she embodied like an old man. So that's what I related to the name Terry. And then, of course, in classic hypocrite um, (laughs) hypocrite nature, I went to summer camp one year, sixth grade, you know, hormones are raging, trying to be a little popular slut, that sort of thing. A lot of 90s movies in my childhood. I decided that terry was cool because the cool girl um wanted to call me terry except i spelled it t-e-r-i anyways that was the one summer i had a nickname it was cherry terry mm-hmm. now you guys understand why um i carry that sort of uh sort of thotty uh, essence with me into adulthood cherry terry i mean what a trashy nickname anyways that was a tangent that i didn't mean to go on all oh, um my point being thank you super Confidants, um for you know for 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 being the stalwart of my self-given nickname. Hey, always accepting new AKAs if you guys have any ideas, feel free to throw them at me. Teresa's a hard one. Trust me, I've tried. Um but Speaking of super confidants, I did send out the super confidant newsletter this week. So if you um, join the super confidant newsletter, you should have received it in your email. If you didn't, just let me know. Um, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it got lost. I feel like it did not get lost. I feel like I've everybody on my list. I have their accurate email. But if that's not the case, please do let me know. Once again, if you want to jump on to next month's super confidant newsletter um it's paypal.me slash you can tell me anything five dollars or more before the fifth of the month and then that's just a little thing I like to put together for the super confidants um I usually like to make a video I feel like they've gotten sadder and sadder but more real so maybe I'll make them maybe I'll do a little dance or a music video for the next one I don't know maybe um and then um, my you know some photos some life updates and um this time I actually did send poetry I've hinted at that many times, saying I won't, but I actually did. So I feel like <laughs> that actually probably will lose me followers, TBH. Who knows? Um, I do love to write poetry. Famously, don't like to show people. I think I've showed two people who are alive. Uh, I'm just kidding. I haven't killed anybody. Um, dead people probably have seen my poetry. Th- I'm talking about my grandma. I've, I used to write her poetry, but she has she's in heaven now. R.I.P. Grandma. Um, I started this intro thinking I was gonna keep it real short and sweet and totally sane and it's already gone off the rails so I'm just gonna you know I'm not even gonna ramble I'm just gonna get through the announcements we can do it Teresa um, so yeah if you want to get on next month's newsletter you can get more rambling more of Teresa on that I try to keep less of me on this pod and really make it about the guest sort of you know I do like to talk about myself um, but if you guys like to hear that feel free to join the newsletter um, yeah and that just sort of helps out um, Uh, podcasts believe it or not on a weekly basis are quite a lot of work Um, so that just kind of helps you know helps me a lot a little bit especially when I have to do maintenance with equipment and blah 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 boring 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 okay but thank you everyone who's um, been on the newsletter you can come in and out anybody I know sometimes I see people come in for a few months and then out and back in so thank you anyone who's ever joined um, especially thank you to people who uh, have are constant supporters of the podcast I love you guys so much All right, that wasn't the announcement. That was one announcement. I have actual, real, tangible announcements. Here we go. Okay, this Sunday, Sunday, May 17th, Sunday. All right, what am I doing on Sunday? I am hosting an Asian Pacific American island. Island? What's the, it's, there's a lot, I can never say it. It's the APA Heritage Month. Some places you look it says Asian Pacific American, but then they leave out the Islander. So I, I don't know. I like to put Islander in there. Asian Pacific Islander American Heritage Month. That can't be right. But regardless, all the Asians, okay, we're, we have a month and it's this month. It's May. It's you're we're in it. So, um, I'm hosting a showcase, a live stream because, you know, we still can't do stage shows, but, look we're all quarantined and we want a little entertainment and there's some dope fucking performers that I want to um just like I was gonna say show off but it's not like they're my performers I'm just hosting this really fun show I thought it'd be fun I think it will be fun got a killer lineup it's um a mix of so it's not just comedy it's actually drag performers and uh drag queens and comedians um all queer Asian performers. It's happening on Sunday, May 17th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, about an hour. So don't be late. I'm going to start on time because that is how the live works. Okay. I am not late to live. Sometimes I'm early and then I stand there because I like attention. Okay. And then I get five more minutes of your attention. Instagram.com slash comedy quarantine. Quarantine is spelled exactly like it sounds. At comedy quarantine is the handle and you can just watch for free as long as you have an Instagram account by logging into your Instagram and clicking on the stories button when we go live at 1 PM Pacific time. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've got one of my favorite drag Queens, Miss you, um, amazing dancer. So, so funny. And just, um, what an all around nice, nice person. Um, fun fact, gave birth to Miss Shu at my birthday party a frozen themed birthday party when we asked, uh, we we asked her to perform um in a frozen. we did a she did a frozen drag dance and and that was the first performance ever. So have a lot of like just a lot of uh, love for Miss shumai and we have a couple other drag performers, um, as well as comedians. It's fun. I'm not gonna keep rambling. You can go on Instagram and look at the lineup, but that's Sunday, May seventeenth one pm. Yes, that's the middle of the day. It's a dim sum brunch. Fun. Okay. Speaking of comedy quarantine, I will still be hosting that Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. It's about an hour showcase, Pacific Time, on that same Instagram account. we, Me and my co-host, Babs Gray, do rotate, but if you want to know who's hosting, you can simply go to the Instagram, look at the lineups. Um, we always show who's hosting, and then the other host who's not on live will be in the comments. So either way, if you want to hang out with me, just jump on in. Um, always a great lineup. So much fun. I love that show. And finally, um, Good Confessions... We'll be coming back around this month. Uh, I feel like to me, it's like a nice way to even just doing it makes me feel happy. Um, but would love to hear your thoughts. Do you guys like it? Do you like the bonus episodes? Do you want different bonus episodes? Do you want more Teresa rambling conspiracy theory episodes or do you want less? I don't know. Let me know. And of course if you have a good confession you want to send my way, tell me anythingpod at gmail dot com about two to five minutes. You can record it on your iPhone notes or whatever. You know, it helps if it's like a dot wave or dot MP3 file, but Look, I got technology. I'll figure it out. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun talking to my old friend, Chris Calogero. Um, He's a stand-up comedian in New York City. Because of the quarantine, I've been able to get more of my New York friends on this, which I love so much. And he's someone who really inspires me. He's been through a lot um, and is just so positive, so happy, and just like one of the sweetest people. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, bye.
1: You can tell her, you can tell her anything,
0: she's a real good listener, you can tell her anything. Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Teresa. Um, this is You Can Tell Me Anything, this is the podcast where comedians confess something, they want to get off their chest. Um, I used to say that they never told anyone before, but then that's not usually true because we have big mouths. Um, so I just say something that, you know, not a, not a story you've told on TV, not a story a lot of people have heard, but it's okay if you've told your mom. But today we have a comedian I love so much. Um, I'm so excited to have him on the show because he actually lives in New York City, but with the quarantine, I've been able to get people from all over. Um, he's so funny. He was recently featured in the New York Times for his videos. Chris Caladero, what's up?
1: Yay, hello, how are you? (laughs)
0: I'm good. I mean, it's been a minute. I feel like we interact online, but um, it's been a minute since I've seen you, so it's so cool to see you on FaceTime.
1: I know. I haven't seen you in in a while. I mean, uh, we used to always be pounding around the old Pine Box rock shop. I I always remember,
0: like, one New Year's Eve, we went to watch the Hold Steady, and it was just like, (laughs) I think it was your idea actually, but it's like a, like a very dad rock is how I would describe it. Um, but it it was extremely
1: (laughs) dad rock. Sorry about that.
0: No, no, don't say sorry. It was a lot of fun. It definitely was a, like, that was like a iconic comedy moment for me, I would say. Definitely a moment that uh, wouldn't have happened if I wasn't doing stand-up comedy in New York.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a a fun one. Yeah. It was like, um, the first years I spent with my uh, my girlfriend, who is now my wife. Now you're wife, So, I that's a, a special one, too.
0: That's so exciting. And you guys do videos together. We were just talking about this offline, but um, you make really funny videos. Yeah. I guess now they're called front-facing videos. I don't know what the industry has another. deemed them, but you were doing these before the quarantine. I remember you were doing, like, yeah. montages of, like, every cop movie or, you know, like, they're so clever yeah. and fun. Um, and now you're doing, you just did one with Emily, uh, Jason. Being quarantined with Jason Voorhees, which made me laugh.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, they're uh, they're called front-facing videos now, and sometimes like a disparaging manner because like nothing nothing gold can stay online, so everybody has to all of a sudden backlash for no reason against things. But um, but yeah, they're fun to do, and like especially right now, they keep my brain like occupied. You know, like it's nice to have an idea and then just like a task to complete the idea like in front of me, rather than just kind of. Fall prey to just sitting around and feeling, you know, despair. So it's nice to it's nice to have something to do.
0: <laughs> That's good. Um. Well, before we get too far, I like to start by asking for a good confession, just to start on a positive note. God knows we need it now. Chris, is there something good you want to confess to? Just like a quick humble brag, something like that.
1: I mean, you you uh, <laughs> you did it. I I got uh, featured in the New York Times a couple weeks ago, which actually feels like you know three years ago now, but um. It, <laughs> Was like towards the it was like towards the beginning of the quarantine where um somebody reached out and asked for my information and stuff and said I was going to be featured which was very cool um and I saw it online which was like awesome and uh, and then on Mon- on the Monday paper uh the hard copy in the arts section like my picture was like on the cover of the art section on the top oh, banner nice. which was like I was just very excited to be to share like newspaper space with the crossword puzzle <laughs> like a, a did you buy copies
0: and frame them.
1: I, I have it. It's in my. It's in like my box of uh, my box of my box of brag. Basically, like stuff where I've been featured or that's stuff awesome. that people have sent me or, or things. So yeah, yeah, that was a fun one.
0: That's so cool. Um, yeah. The so the videos. I know you were doing them before. Like, and you were saying just now how you just come up with them now and you can just do them. Like, how much? Like, do you sit down and plan them ahead, or are you like, okay, I can just do this right now? And like, let's just. I have all day since we're home. Let's just go make one right now. Like, how how much? writing are you doing in terms of, like, preparing, like, you know, oh, I have a slate of videos I gotta do, or is it just kind of, like, whenever you want to do them?
1: Yeah, like, I keep, it's kind of, like, a mix of everything, like, I keep, I keep a running list, um, uh, on, like, a Google Doc of ideas, and in my, like, my notes app on my phone, and then if one, like, really, like, if it's kind of, like, stews in my brain, and, like, I feel like, oh, that, like, that will be good, and I I will write, like, a few lines for Mm -hmm. it, um, and then I'll start filming it, you know, with my with my phone. And then I'll allow myself to just riff a little and find some new things. And, and so it becomes, like, a mix of, like, having the idea, writing a few lines, and then allow myself to play within the confines of the lines that I've already created. Um, and then editing out anything that I think is dumb or doesn't work. So <laughs> it's, like, it's a fun mix, especially, like... I, that's kind of how I do my stand-up, too. Which is, it's very loose. Mm-hmm. But the thing about doing the videos is, like, I can cut out anything that is too uh-huh. loose, you know, and, and, like, didn't work, rather than wait till the next time I get on stage to, to figure it out. So, um, the editing has really become kind of fun to find new jokes and punchlines in there.
0: That's so cool. I know, I love that. I, I feel like I turned this into a, a professional interview, and that's not what I meant. But no, it is, it's funny because... <laughs> no, <no>, no. <laughs> I'm like, how, why do you do this? Um... You're super perfect. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because I know a lot of people are getting into that now. And I'll say, like, I am the CEO of that company. Um, I definitely was someone who didn't do a lot of um, videos in that sense before. But I have started playing around, you know, because we do need our validation from somewhere. Um, But I I think it's really cool you've done that that before. Um, uh, I I mean, I'm sure you've talked extensively about comedy stuff, so we won't spend too much time on that. But I'm curious about in terms of, like, when you first started doing it, was it just, like... Was it stuff that didn't make it to the stage or were you like this has to be here? Like what made you cuz I, I know like you're established stand up and you are great at stand up. So what made you want to explore oh, that medium in in the beginning? Um
1: uh what, like explore the making the videos?
0: Yeah, cuz this was before oh. the quarantine. Yeah. And you were still doing stand up. Yeah,
1: so I honestly like have to give a ton of credit to this this now defunct app um, that was called Laugh Exchange. I don't know if you remember oh, when that was no. around. And They were like, they wanted to do short videos, and um, like fifteen to sixty seconds. And they you would submit them, and um, and then they would pick like uh, six, I think. And Mm -hmm. they would have whoever their users were vote on which ones were their favorites, and people would win money. And so I a am notoriously bad at making stand up tapes of myself, (laughs) and b didn't want to necessarily just chop up stand-up videos and instead so i wanted to like test my brain and see if i could come up with something different mm-hmm. um so i was already like trying to experiment with like a little character work on stage so i just started making like different character videos instead of just submitting stand-up and a couple of them hit and won me some money and then the one i did that was like all the police chiefs in an action movie like mm-hmm. montage that I had together like hit on Twitter bigger than anything I'd ever put on Twitter like ever ever and I was like oh that was really fun and so then I was just like oh I I like inhale movies like when I was like when I was in high school like all I did was like watch movies so Mm -hmm. I had this knowledge base anyway so I just started doing like movie cliches and characters that I love and and people that um that I like know are cliches but I love anyway you know like the inspirational Uh movie coach for the the jock from the 80s like the movie jock from the 80s and stuff and like I just like it was fun it's easy to do it's not anything that is like I feel is uh too difficult in like taking away from anything else basically is what I mean to say. Mm. Like, it's just fun I'm at home I'm doing it I'm like gonna make dinner I can shoot video <laughs> and people will enjoy it and I've got fans off of it so yeah it just kind of started from there
0: that's awesome. I mean, it. it, it I like that, um, like, your humility when you say, like, oh, it's not too hard. But so much of that is because, like, you've ingested all this pop culture and you have a foundation of comedy that it is easier. But, like, but I do. Right. It, it is, like, I, yeah, because I don't want like, to, like, downplay that. But I know what you mean. It's, like, that sense. It feels like it's accumulation of everything you have. Um. But that's really cool. Yeah, because yeah, I think. Yeah, And I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh,
1: sorry. No, I was going to say, like, I think part of it is, like, Twitter can be so snarky, so I think sometimes I'm hesitant to be like, it's a cool thing. I, I'm like, oh, no, it's, I know it's dumb. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I enjoy doing it. I just, like, don't want to get caught up in, like, somebody's, like, snark timeline.
0: Sure, sure, like, sure. scares me. <laughs> yeah. God forbid we actually try to do the thing we want to do, you know, that's I know. No. <laughs> I know. No, I'm it's the so same silly. way. I'm like, um, here's the thing I want to do well, but I'm just going to call it dumb you know, but I that's, know, you know that's, t- know, that's, that's okay. That's part of the personality. Um, yeah, but I'm so, so, better at it. well, that sort of leads me into loosely into the next point. Um, the, so this podcast is sort of based on like going to therapy. I mean, cause I found therapy later in my life and it really helped me. And just like the idea of like talking things out. Um, what's your experience with therapy? Oh, so, um, it's
1: interesting. I really believe in, in therapy and I think it's very important, and I think it's, like, not talked about, but I have, I am not in therapy, Mm -hmm. and I only ever saw a therapist once, which was, um, after my, uh, friend Amy, Mm -hmm. uh, passed away, um, we shared an apartment together, and Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I, I'm the one who who found our apartment, and it was, like, you know, a kind of life-altering moment for me, um, I went to therapy, I went to a therapist once, and, A, I found out how hard the Mm. process of finding a therapist can be, which I I had not realized and gave me like a newfound respect for, for that whole process. And B I, I realized that like the therapist, you, you have to find somebody who works for you. She didn't, Mm -hmm. I just did not feel a connection. I didn't feel like she was going to be able to serve whatever I was going through. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I only went once and it just was not that particular person in that particular session just was not for me,
0: basically. Yeah, yeah, it is really, really tough to find someone, even when you're not in a crisis. It's even harder when you're in a crisis, because it's like, it's like trying to find a hospital when your arm's already bleeding, and and it's like, oh, this is a dentist, this is an eye doctor, you're like, I just need, someone put my arm together, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, it's fine. Yeah, I get that, and I, yeah. I got
1: got caught up in, like, a a phone tag with one therapist, and it was just like, I was, like, in mourning, and grieving, and, like, having, like, sporadic panic attacks, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't play phone tag with stuff. I can't do that. Yeah, because any, any little
0: thing can can set set you off, like, at that moment, I mean, and, and I, I'm, uh, uh, the the listeners, obviously, don't know our relationship, but I know, you know, I I know the story, and I'm sorry about that, I do remember weirdly like that happened like i think like a week or so before i lost my brother so weirdly we were kind of on a similar grief timeline but also weirdly like so much in our own worlds i feel like but it was always sort of like a parallel thing i remember feeling like oh wow we're kind of like because every time you post an anniversary post is around the same time so it is interesting right yeah but um but yeah it is really and it was also actually like sorry go ahead Oh no
1: that was also like a week after the whole steady show
0: the wi- oh, that yes, that's right, night. it was so, yeah, and so it was like, what a wild, God. You know, we're like, we're time like, has kind of, like, melded into weird, of... uh, it's morphed a little bit in my head, I don't know if it does that for you, like, after trauma, but, like, time morphed a little bit, so sometimes, like, I'll have memories, but they don't fit in the right spaces, if that makes sense, like, of, yes. uh, of chronological order, yeah, um, totally but I'm sorry you had a bad experience with therapists, um, I mean, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, I tend to, like, I personally, therapy has helped, but I've also had trouble finding people at times. And it is really hard during uh, crises to find people. And I sometimes will be like, okay, if it, if I don't find someone right away, I'm going to stop. Because especially when you're at a low point, like, even someone saying, like, sorry, I'm full, can make you go like, well, that's a sign. Fuck it. And then it's like, right. oh, no, that's bad. Don't do not do that. Like, yeah, so. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I never uh,
1: want to be like, oh, I, like. The RP doesn't work for me, or, mm-hmm. like, I, uh, I just, it just didn't work, and then I just was, like, that, le- everything you trying to get to that point sure. was such a process that it just, like, drained me, and I could not go through it again, and I, I think I ended up, I think it kind of hurt me, because mm-hmm. I, I had some stuff to deal with that popped up like a year and a half later, that mm-hmm. I, I realized I was going through this bad time, and I was just, like, oh, oh, I just have, like, unresolved issues around grief, and, mm-hmm. like, and, like, le- leaving our, the home that we lived in together and yeah. you know what I mean like starting new in Brooklyn even though i had been doing comedy in New York for so it was just all this stuff I realized was like oh it's just them not dealing with my grief mm-hmm. in the moment when I probably should have
0: and there's no yeah there's no right way it's just tough no matter what I, the way that I've kind of come to see therapy is like because I came to it late in life I had this thought like oh has to solve everything but I've kind of changed my point of view now where I feel like the best time to look is when things feel like they're going well, even though that's counterintuitive because, you know, especially according to, like, 90s movies, it's always like, oh, you need therapy when things are bad. But now I think, like, when things are well, that's when I try to really, like, open up old wounds because that's when I feel like... Um, if I I can take the time to find the right person, and then when I'm in a crisis, even if I'm not going regularly, I feel like I have a relationship with someone who I can call. Like that's like my floor. Like at the end of the day, like all my friends or whatever, for whatever reason, if I feel like I don't want to talk to them, like there's a person who knows me who's a professional. But when I'm in a crisis, I don't want to start from scratch. Like I don't want to be like, and here's day yeah. one, my childhood, because I'm like, just fix me now. So, I, I mean, for anyone listening who's like on the fence uh, and maybe feeling bad. I think when things are stable and you've thought about maybe going, that might be a good time to start and then build a relationship for when shit hits the fan. Then you have someone, but you know, I think other, there's always other, um, ways to find support. I mean, you mentioned your wife. I mean, I know she's a strong support in your life and you have your comedy and your friends. And so that's all. Yeah. 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 I
1: had a good support system. Um, I probably, if I could do it again, I probably would have, you know, tried to find a, a therapist. Um, but I think um, it worked out, but it doesn't mean I'm like not into the, I'm not for the idea mm-hmm. of therapy. you know, No, and you
0: tried, which is already like a big step. Yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of, yeah. is there anything you would like to tell me, Chris?
1: Uh well I don't know if you know this about me but I am um, actually in the year of our Lord uh, 2004 I was uh, banned from the campus of Holy Cross.
0: Wait what?
1: Uh, college. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that you start at yeah. the year of our Lord. I was like, where is this going? And you're like, <laughs> I was banned from a holy school.
1: Yeah, I was.
0: Wait, I was okay, from where's the, the school? I'm not familiar with it. I don't think it's a uh... Holy
1: Cross is in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And I went to the University of Scranton, Uh
0: Um,
1: but I, my friend um, was going, went to Holy Cross Mm -hmm. and and my, he, me and my other best friend from high school was like three of us, it was like me, Pat and Andrew, we were all like best buddies in high school and we didn't hang out as much in college. Um... As maybe we wanted to, but Mm -hmm. he went to, Andrew went to Penn State, I went to Scranton, Pat went to Holy Cross, so, like, senior year, we were finally going to go visit Pat up in Holy Cross, so Uh Andrew came from Penn State to me, and then we drove up, but, like, um, the thing is, like, I I drank so much in college, (laughs) like... So like I dis- disgusting you, amount. I have to
0: let the listeners know you're wearing a Budweiser hat right now. So <laughs> can only imagine how much yeah. that was in
1: college. I still I, I still drink, but like it's like I I say like I, you know in college I drank it like it was like Michael Jordan on the Bulls, but like uh-huh. now I drink like I'm Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Okay. You know, like it's not as fun, but like you know I uh-huh. still have them.
0: And that's actually a topical reference because, you know, the last dance is now yeah. out. Yeah, so.
1: the documentary is on, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, like, I drank so much. Like, that, that night before we went up to Holy Cross, I participated in um, a handle race, which was, like, teams of four people and whoever could drink a handle of vodka oh, damn. the what? fastest, like, wins. That's so yeah, much terrible, vodka. Yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> really bad.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: so uh, well, I- we drank a handle of vodka in, like, 18 minutes.
0: Oh my god, and that's crazy. Yeah, four, yeah.
1: Four, yeah, disgusting, four of us. So, like, that was, like, the pregame to even going up to <laughs> visit my friend. That was, like, the uh-huh. night before. I don't know how we were able to get up out of bed and do anything after that. Wow. Um,
0: yeah. And you guys were, but, like, you didn't immediately pass out?
1: <laughs> I. It was, like, a drunk that has never happened to me before or since. Uh-huh. It was, I went from, I went from like, sober to immediately drunk in Damn. a span of, like, 20 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've done, sh- definitely not drank that much, but I've, but I'm, you know, I, I've done the, like, four shots in a row at a frat house, and then the floor is spinning kind of thing, so. Like right, imagine yep. all that of a times sudden you're 10. just, like,
1: zero to 60. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: okay, so did you um, get you guys won, I'm guessing? <laughs> we won. Okay.
1: Yes, <laughs> uh, our- prize was, uh, we feel horrible, and <laughs> somebody threw up, I think. Oh it was God. just, like, such a conception of what winning is when you're, like, playing drinking games in college. Sure.
0: Like, everybody loses, or wins. everybody wins. I, yeah. I guess it depends on what side you're looking at. It, it right. depends on if you're under 22 or over 22, then you'll see it differently. <laughs> That's very true.
1: Yeah, very, very true. I was, like, freshly 21, so, uh-huh. um, it felt cool, still. Uh, uh, but... So then we road trip up to, we road trip up to Holy Cross. Okay. And we get there, and, like, the first night we get there, we just, like, you know, we hang out with our buddy, like, they were showing, like, Lord of the Rings in, on the campus theater, so we, like, mm-hmm. snuck beers in there, and, like, we watched that, and that was, like, very low-key, right? Uh-huh. But the next night was, like, you know, when you visit your friend at school, it's, like, at, like, a different school, it's, like, Friday is, like, yeah, we'll hang, but, like, Saturday is, like, everybody's yeah. gonna go crazy. At least, that's what I thought. Like, I... We bought all this stuff. At a school called like,
0: Holy Cross? I don't know. I'm not sure what to expect there. I guess some religious I mean, schools do party hard, but...
1: It's a, it's Massachusetts, too. Okay. Like they drink. True, true. So, I realized, like... It made me realize, like, how much I was drinking, like, at my school. Because, <laughs> like, we bought all this stuff, and, like, I just, like... It was, like, 7 p.m., and I was just, like ripping through like <laughs> alcohol and I think everybody was like who is this guy <laughs> like <laughs> what is happening with this guy um and then we go it's like we're gonna go see my friend like band play in like some dorm common area it's like a really like, uh-huh, very cozy,
0: college like
1: yeah how, yeah, yeah really college kind of thing and I am like ripped like <laughs> I'm, I'm ripped and it's like not even like 10 o'clock and um and I'm like jumping around, and uh, all of a sudden, well, I, like, lose track of Andrew. This is, like, a funny part. I lose track of Andrew. Andrew's, like, outside smoking cigarettes, being drunk, too. Like, he's just gone. Mm-hmm. And, um, I am jumping around in his van and, like, going crazy, and I, all of a sudden, like, find myself on the, um, on the wall, by the wall of this dorm common area, and I see, like, the window, and there's, like, a little window panel underneath the big window, and I just, like, <laughs> I just punch it. I just punch punch the window. I don't know why. I was just like, I was like, ah, and I like punched the window.
0: Were you Uh, angry or it was just like some sort of built up animalistic instinct?
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's like a drunk, like, like I can party. Like, look Uh at me, you know? Um, I can like, I know it seems like serious. I I can never explain.
0: It feels like the way you're describing it. It and because of like how happy and chipper you are, I'm like seeing a sitcom scene. Like that's what I've seen. I'm seeing. i just like, like, and then we're like, what? Oh, the music stops and everyone turns around. We're like, what?
1: <laughs> right. You would think, but the music did not stop, and nobody <laughs> turned around. And I had just done this thing in this loud area, so nobody knew like what had happened. Um, and I uh, oh, nobody saw you. So you were not like- even
0: performing. You were just alone punching a window.
1: I was just a lone fucker. That's it. Yeah. And and in college, I had like a lot of unresolved, like, like self-loathing issues in college that I like took a long time to work through. But like, I'm sure that was part of it. Just like Uh trying to be like, look, oh, look at me, you know, like pay attention to me. Hmm. Um, but I looked at my hand and my hand was just like now like pouring blood. Oh
0: my God. Wait, was it like glass window?
1: Oh, it was glass. Yeah, it. Okay. Was, I like punched through. Like a glass. straight
0: up pain, like a, you like broke the window. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I went like punched through it, wow. and broke the window, <gasps> and so like I'm now like bleeding, and like I'm like just like oh I gotta I better go to a bathroom. You know when you're drunk and you're just like nothing is serious.
0: Yeah, you don't really feel pain so much, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, well, I'm like getting like wah.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm I know. very so queasy then, with I'm, blood. I'm walking through this hallway. Trying to find a bathroom and it's literally like a dorm.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I'm also now doing this thing where I'm I think I'm being quiet, but I'm being like extremely loud. And I am like like blood is like gushing out of my hand. Oh my god. And I'm like, I'm just going, I'm like, you can't see it if you're listening, but I was like shaking, shaking my hand. Hands. Like, you know, like <laughs> ah, ah, and and blood is flying like all over the dorm. Like it's just like oh flying god. onto the dorm walls and stuff. Ah. And I know so i go to the sink in this in this bathroom and i start washing i start running cold water and like, like a person's bathroom
0: like, like just in someone's room yeah
1: well like a no like a, no not that bad oh, okay. like a like a shared like a shared uh, oh gotcha bathroom. okay and um the, the sink is like just like filling with blood because uh-huh. it's like oh. as, quick as water's coming onto my hand like blood is coming out of it you know oh my god and, and at no
0: point where you like maybe i should go to the hospital or bandage it up had that thought across your mind I,
1: I was thinking yeah i was thinking like oh like paper towels or and then <laughs> some All like kids on the floor woke up because they'd heard me whatever screaming and yelling i'm sure uh-huh. and um they came and they were like hey do you need like a white t-shirt or something, dude, and I was like, oh, that'll
0: help. I look dumb and dumber, it's like, oh, no, yeah. we gotta do something, here, take my
1: shirt. Yeah, yeah, so I, like, wrap a t-shirt around, it's, like, bleeding. Oh, earth, my God. So then all of a sudden, I, I come out of the, I come out of the bathroom with, like, my hand wrapped up, and there's, like, either, like, a cop or, I think it would be campus security guy mm-hmm. is, like, there, and he's like, like, what's going on? I was like, oh, no, then I just cut. Myself, no no big deal officer uh, and he's like who are you i'm like oh i'm i don't go here i'm visiting he's like who are you visiting and i go uh i I was like um my friend pat uh pat wilson and he goes he goes he looks at me and he goes like he's like who the fuck is pat wilson because like unbeknownst to me my friend andrew had just been out front smoking a cigarette and got into like an altercation with this guy (laughs) And he, the guy, the guy was like, "Who are you staying with?" And he's like, "Pat Wilson." Oh my so then he god! Comes and sees me, and I'm like, "Pat Wilson." And he's like, <laughs> "Who's this criminal mastermind bringing these monsters to campus?" Um,
0: I was a, I was an RA and a YMCA camp counselor, so this hits really close to home, Chris. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm so sorry. There no, at no first
0: I was before. thinking about. At, thinking about the hand as a camp counselor it, like it just brought me back to like when kids get injured and then you're like oh boy okay all right let's clean you up and then now I'm like "Has right, right, <laughs> I feel like,
1: like um like when you're a camp counselor you have to like learn the phrase let's let's get you cleaned up like yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and you have to kind of be calm because the kids like bleeding and they kind of look at you like is this serious and you're like in your head, you're like, yeah, your skin's, like, falling off, but you're like, oh, it's okay, you're gonna be fine, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, like, holding back
1: vomit, you're like, no, this is
0: great. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. can't freak out, because I feel like all kids have, like, a moment of, like, an injury like that, and then as an adult, they're like, yeah, that was pretty bad, but you can't know that in the moment, because you'll freak out if you do. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 I know, I know, it's so funny, like, when my, when my sister had kids, it was, like, I would visit, and they would just like take like headers, like in the hallway, or I trip over stuff, and they would just be like, "Hey, nice job!" And I'm like, "What is this weird?" Because <laughs> they couldn't be like, "Holy
0: shit!" Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Because the kid will just start going nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still have scars. I mean, most people do from when you're some injury as a kid. So it's like, yeah, that was probably pretty bad. But I think they're necessary because oh. I think otherwise, as an adult, you will be like, "I feel no pain." Like now, I'm like, I don't scrape my knee because I know how to walk.
1: Right, right, or you'll be afraid of, of like doing anything that like might cause you harm yeah it'll it'll like inhibit you from doing things
0: uh-huh but twenty one year old um, Chris was not afraid of anything, not of security no, guards, not of windows
1: i mean I didn't even know what was happening, but like they put me in a they put me in a um what' call uh, an ambulance, oh wow, and the guy was like. He was like, "Never come back to this campus. You are banned from campus. You and your friend are not allowed." But like, we had to sleep there after all this was done. So oh we, like, my god! They bandaged me up at the hospital. They gave me like, I got like six stitches, um, <gasps> and like a bunch of Percocet, and then they sent me out, and I and it was like six in the morning, and we just like went back to the dorm and were like sneak. We felt like we were sneaking back on campus, and. <laughs> Our friend like had passed out. We're like banging on the dorm, and I'm like, "We're gonna so get her." Yeah, I was gonna here. say, where
0: was Pat uh, in all this? Was he just nowhere to be found?
1: You know, it, but it's gonna make me sound like a million years old. But like, we weren't using cell phones. Mm,
0: that's right. So yes. things it are different. It was just
1: like calling his dorm landline, and he <laughs> was just passed out. Which I know it sounds like nut. It sounds like a foreign language now. <laughs> but.
0: No, I remember. Um, I remember the times I used to like the transitional times when I went to college in New York. I would call my mom to look be, to be like, "Are you at a computer? Can you Google, like, directions to this place?" So I thought that was like pretty tech savvy to have like direct access to someone with direct access to a Google map. But that was still rah- before hey. smartphones.
1: <laughs> like I, I remember, like <laughs> like going like going to like friends' places or like uh, like you know taking a, uh, a drive someplace I'd never been in, like, printing out, like, MapQuest directions and just, like, leaving them in oh the car God. with me. Oh, my
0: MapQuest.
1: <laughs> MapQuest, man. I don't know why um,
0: that MapQuest makes me laugh so much. Like, it's just, it's fine. It's just a map thing and then die because of Google, but, like, the idea of someone just super invested in, map, like, MapQuest and then it just, it's just an antiquated, defunct thing. It's so funny to me. I know.
1: <laughs> oh, but especially when, like, we ended up needing, like, and using all the map app that we have, and, like, I'm, like, MapQuest really missed the ball here. Yeah, like, they should have jumped on that. They could have bounced back. hmm
0: True. They could have bounced back, man. Yeah, like, eBay's still around. I was going to say kicking, but I don't know if it's kicking. I definitely, like, the, wiggling some toes, but not, I don't know yeah, if
1: eBay, eBay's kicking. eBay's still, still hanging around. They're doing well.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> but you were able to get back onto campus and...
1: Got back on campus, um, and it was, like, 6am and we like fell asleep and then we like left the next morning my hand was in like a my hand was like bandaged from like the elbow like up to the um up to the fingertips um did they bill you for
0: the emergency
1: room they so i was supposed i got billed unknowingly for the ambulance damn and that ended up being like on my like For a long time Mm. and i didn't know it and then all of a sudden like years later we started getting i started getting calls from a collection agency and they started like harassing like me and like my parents like landline like asking for like money and um and basically i just waited until they gave up it ran out (laughs) yeah they gave up and it came off of my credit report
0: damn i mean that is crazy because it's like yeah how did they like with especially a college kids, it's like, they'll put, I'm sure they got your ID, but like, it's not like you have like a permanent address you're going to be at for years. Like you're probably at a dorm, like you're a guest. Yeah. But also, yeah, I realized. I a realize,
1: delinquent for a long time.
0: <laughs> I mean, but that I is the weird about thing about collectors. Not to like, I'm not one to get financial advice, so don't listen to me by any means, but this is just <laughs> anecdotal. But by the time it's at a collector's, it's already like, they bought that debt knowing there's a risk. So that's, I mean, yeah. depending on where you are in life, obviously, again, do not take my advice. Do what you want. But, like, if a collector's calling you and, you know, you're not, like, trying to buy a house, like, yeah, you could probably let it go. I mean, I don't that's know. Because at that point, they picked up the risk. So they have bought it right. at a lower price, knowing that there's a chance you might not pay it back. So that's
1: right. just something they also to think
0: like, about.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> They also like uh, so. I think I had moved out by the time they were calling the my parents' number, mm-hmm. which must have been the, the number that I gave on the medical form. Um, and so my parents like had to figure out like, oh, I think this is for they they got the name of the company, and they're like, I think this is for that ambulance you took when you were in like Worcester, Massachusetts. And so I looked it up, and I was like, oh yeah, it's them. And and I, and they were like, my parents were like, look, if they call back. I, like, dad's just going to say that he's you. And we'll just like tell them basically like we're not going to pay or whatever. <laughs> and, but then my mom picked up and the guy, uh, the guy like berated <gasps> me to my mom. He was like, oh, like uh, Chris can't come to the phone when he like has to have his mommy fight his battles for him. Is that the kind of person he is? And my mom was like, who
0: are oh you? Oh my God. Maybe that person has some aggression issues they need to work. They need it a punch a like window. It, yeah. um, <laughs> it just felt like the last-ditch
1: the last ditch effort was, like, to just... To
0: think. make fun of... Yeah, that... How has that tactic ever worked? That's crazy. Um, but I'm glad yeah. your parents stood your ground. So that means you told them. Did you tell, like... Yeah, did you, like, tell them right away what happened?
1: I told them that I had accidentally <sighs> put my hand through a window Uh which I don't know how I think that they were just at that point like whatever Uh like are you fine are you okay whatever this story is Uh we'll buy it like Uh you're like a month away from graduation or you know whatever so like just just make sure your hand isn't screwed up for graduation and like Uh you're okay just get home because I was like looking back now it's just I was like, oh, yeah, I was, like, hanging around, and I put, I threw my hands out, and I hit a window. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, Ridiculous.
0: No. Um, that's, yeah. are you the, uh, are you the oldest, or do you have siblings?
1: I'm the middle, middle child. Okay.
0: So then they've, they've had some experience with an yeah. older child. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, I think they were, like, like, rolled their eyes and were, like, fine, just <laughs> be safe from now on or whatever
0: uh-huh yeah anytime a story start, like an injury report to a parent starts with like I fell or I accidentally it's like yeah, yeah. it's a lie because like if you have to report it it's probably like if you really just fell and bruised your knee you're not calling your mom to be like I fell like but right, it's like oh shit right. something happened uh I, I tripped you know over a rock and oh my yeah, god yeah I don't know
1: yeah, looking back on it now, like I know that I probably was like dreading that phone call, um, and I would love to hear like a tape of of what that conversation was like.
0: Did you get injured a lot as a child? Like, were you um, a clumsy kid?
1: Not really. Like, I broke I broke my like I broke my pinky once, and you know I would take yeah. some I would take some headers every now and again, but like I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily clumsy. I think I've, like, hurt myself more as an adult
0: than I did as a kid. Hmm. Did you ever, okay, this, this is a, uh, slightly, like, it's not really leading and it might not go anywhere, but you are talking about, like, at the time you had, like, unresolved anger issues, worry, and wanting attention. Like, as a kid, did you feel like you would get more attention if you were, like, something was wrong, and would your parents give you more, like, love and attention at times like that? Like, do you feel, like, secret, it might be, no, I'm just curious. Sometimes, Sometimes it's like you, as an adult, you'll like play out those patterns of like, oh, if I if I'm hurt, then people will come to me and check in on me. Like, did you have that at all with your parents, or were you more just like, I don't want um, them involved in this um, scenario? I
1: was more like, like I my like my family is very loud and mm-hmm. they they talk over each other and they kind of um, you can you can get lost in the shuffle very mm-hmm. easily of like at like a big like a family event or even, you know, kind of like a, like a dinner. And it, it's all like people want to talk and they're excited to talk to each other and say things. But like, especially when I was a kid, I would just kind of not be able to get in there. Mm. And especially like when my, like, when it was like everybody, like a big family gathering, I would just kind of like, feel like I couldn't say anything. And then like, if I started, I would kind of get like run over by mm. words And so now if, I think the one thing that that is residual is, like, if I'm talking to somebody and they're, like, a a person that is always, like, cutting you off, Mm. I get, like, I I, I just, like, recede away from the conversation and just be, like, all right, we'll just, I'll just be a quiet person then.
0: Oh, wow. I mean, that, that like, rings true for me because, in different ways, I feel like I'm often cutting people off, and that's something I've worked on as an adult, but as a kid, (laughs) I... Well, I grew up in a similar family, but I'm the oldest, so I do feel like I, like, in that pole of um, power, I kind of, like, asserted myself more, so then I yeah. did feel like, as an adult, I had to do that, and then it took me a while, like, it took people who I trusted and, like, he- had healthy relationships with to tell me, like, hey, you you do this thing where you interrupt, like, in a way that wasn't... Mean, but just pointed it out, and that helped me, yeah, think about it because I was like, Oh, I don't need to do this with everyone as an adult, but it was residual, too. A feeling like if I don't like quickly cut you off, I'm never gonna get a chance. Um, so that's interesting to say that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yeah, I'm
1: kind of like the opposite, like, I'll I, I just like if we're like hanging out in like a group dynamic and I can't like get in there, I'll sometimes like really like quiet every now and again, I'll go like over the top, because, like, I'm trying to, like, make people like me or something, I'll be like, mm-hmm. and, like, and, like, I will get a little cut-offy, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's, like, sometimes a push and pull of, uh, of just wanting to be, make sure that my voice is heard, because, like, mm-hmm. it, I, it makes me crazy, like, if people aren't, aren't listening to me at all, you know?
0: You know what weirdly helped me with this is podcast. I know that sounds like the nerdiest, lamest thing, but when I, like, before I started doing my own podcast, I'd, like, guests on podcasts, and the first couple I did... Because I used to work at Cracked, which is like a, now, whatever. I, it kind of still exists, but not in the same oh, way. Yeah. It's like a comedy website. But they had a podcast where right. multiple guests would be on. And I, the first couple times I did it, I would try to, like, say funny things. But I was so nervous about getting a word in that once I, like, said a thing and it worked, I kind of, like, back off. And I got comments saying, like, oh, Teresa's funny, but, like, we never heard her much. And then listening back, I was like, oh, this is how I am in conversations, too. So then I kind of tried to actively just be more present. And it took a long time. I don't know that I'm fully there, but I've gotten better in just being present instead of being like, how can I say something? And then, oh, I did the thing. Okay. What's my next, like, what's my next thing? You know, now I just try right. to be like, where yeah, are we now? Our, you know?
1: Yeah. It's hard to like, it's hard sometimes to break, especially when you're trying to like fit in and especially when you're doing, you know, comedy stuff and mm-hmm. you're trying to be entertaining. Um, but like Making sure that you're listening and not just waiting to talk is, like, such a big difference.
0: Yeah. Um, that's that's so interesting. Um, well, I wanted to say one thing about your story of walking down the halls with blood because I don't know <laughs> if you ever got told, like, these, like, urban myths when you were going to school of, like, oh, I heard, like, you know, some, uh, okay, let me explain. Like, People before I went to school would say things like, Oh, you know, you got to be careful when you go to the door when you stay in dorms because, like, I heard like so and so's cousin once was sleeping and then a-, a man walked in and peed on her, like things like that, you know? Right. And yeah, I remember yeah. my mom told me something like that, or as an aunt, something like that where like a stranger walked in and just like peed on her bed. Now hearing about that, I'm like, That probably did happen and they were probably drunk, but at the time I was like, That didn't happen. No way. You're being paranoid. Yeah. And when you told me your story, I'm like, oh, my God, you are the guy. Like, you're the guy someone's telling yeah, a I, story I, to about. <laughs> I, uh, like I am. Like, walking through sure the hall the bleeding.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> like, somebody is like, there is this just drunk dude, like, <laughs> flinging blood all over the hall. <laughs> like yeah, I'm sure it was the, there for, like, a couple, like a bunch of days.
0: <laughs> and that's their experience, college experience. It's sort of just horror like, ah, people just walk around bleeding. I mean, shit happens like that in college. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen, <laughs> seen someone walking down the hall could... There There was an urban legend at NYU, and I don't know if this actually happened, but they they called her Bloody Mary. And now that I think about it, it's too convenient. probably didn't happen. But that some girl was, like, on her period and having sex and then just walked drunk and then, like, left the room and she was just bleeding down the hall. But now that I think about it, I feel like that's probably not true. It just feels too convenient. You never
1: know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a, we had a girl one time... Uh, in her freshman dorm, she pooped herself in the shower, and mm. then and put her foot in it, and then left oh, like, no. foot marks all down the hall.
0: Oh, okay. Well, so, <laughs> college is crazy. You yeah. never know. That's true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks for sharing that. I have a quick game. Of course. Okay, yes. so this game is called Twist on a Twist. Um, it's inspired by your love of movies, because um, we talked about it earlier, but you... Watch a lot of movies. You're very good at like um, kind of like summarizing tropes, and you have a good i uh your thumb on the pulse. I feel like I'm bad at idioms. Is that the one I'm looking for? <laughs> no. You have your thumb <laughs> on the pulse of like you know movie tropes and that sort of thing. So obviously we're yeah. currently reporting from the pandemic, so a lot of movies are um, delayed due to the coronavirus. So I don't know. I just want to give movies some love. You're an astute movie watcher. And uh, there's a lot of movies that have, like, sort of big twists, you know, the classic, it was you all along, or I was dead all Mm -hmm. along, or my personal life twist of I was dead inside all along. Um, So in this game, I'm going to give you a classic movie and the twist. Uh, I guess, spoiler alert, most of these are ones that have been out for a while, so I don't know. If you haven't watched them, you probably won't. But if for some reason I say one, you're like, don't tell me, then we'll move on. Um, so I'll give you the twist, and then you give me the modern-day twist on the twist, like what it would be in 2020 now. So it's really just a right. fun thought exercise, but if there's any you want to skip or that doesn't inspire you, just say skip, and then we'll no. move on. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we'll start with the simple one. one, sixth sense. So the twist is a psychiatrist is working with a patient that can see dead people, but then realizes he's the dead one. So what's the twist on the twist?
1: Okay, So the, the so I guess it'd be like the, the reboot, the 2020
0: reboot, what would that be?
1: Right. Um, so, uh, I feel like at this point in the, in the quarantine, he would just, uh, it's a guy who, who would end up realizing that it's been Monday the whole day and he didn't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so sad. Cause I don't know what
1: day it is. I don't know what days it are, they are anymore. Right? Yeah. So, so, like every now and again, I'm like, oh, it's Tuesday. Okay. I
0: forgot. It is crazy. I, we just did, um, like, I do a live stream comedy show on Instagram. We just did our 30th one, and I was like, has it been that long? It's wild. Oh, my God. It's, um, wild. Okay. Uh, okay, Gone Girl. So, a woman goes missing. Her husband tries to stop the murder, but realizes she framed him for it. So, that's the original.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she framed him for it, and, um, she's still alive. Okay. Um... So in the modern day, uh, the new twist on the on the on the twist is that um, she framed him for, uh, and then he uh, he finds out because. Um, he finds her alternate Twitter account. That's how find <laughs> he finds her. He finds her fake Twitter account that. and reads everything about it.
0: She finds her. Okay, I, I have a, a, a riff on that because I just discovered lesbian TikTok, which is TikTok, but it's lesbian dating apps on TikTok. It's a sub-community that you can only find if you, um, you know, have the right finger technique. Um, but uh, the new twist is he finds her lesbian TikTok, realizes nice she's not into it or the second choice is she's not gay she's bi she just didn't like him um so that's that's the more <laughs> she just, pr- yeah, progressive she just wasn't <laughs> progressive into progressive version yeah you don't need a not like all men to not like one man okay okay right, 90s so. movies um alright <laughs> um this one okay American Psycho you uh you know this one? I don't want to give it away. Okay, this yeah. is like an old. I feel like these are old. Okay, a successful beloved business yeah. bro is a secret serial killer. Eventually confesses to a murder when he's caught, but then the twist: he was never actually killing anybody to begin with. It was all in his head. So that was the original.
1: Right, a controversial twist to be honest. Yeah, some kind of are, because
0: a little fu- like is it like fantasy? What's that? Wish fulfillment fantasy for real serial killers? Because. I don't know. It's directed by a woman, though, so.
1: Uh, So in this one, um, uh, he's a, he's uh, a, he ends up He's an incel who, who thought the whole time that he was having sex with women, but he actually wasn't. He was uh, in a VR machine or something. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my God, I love that so much. Okay, that's so good. Okay, this is the final one. This is a very classic. Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, okay? We all know the twist. Luke finds Darth Vader, kills him, but before that learns, he's actually his father.
1: Uh, uh, sorry to be a nerd, but... Um, it's Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Dark sorry. Empire. Well,
0: I wrote I the, Okay, yeah, 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 I did know that. I literally... Dumb, dumb. Sorry. You are correct, and uh, I'm a dumb. That's okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's stupid. It doesn't matter, really, in the, in the scheme of things. Okay, so he finds out... Um, Luke finds out that Darth Vader is his dad. Um, right. Uh, so, in the new... So oh, uh, Empire Strikes, the twist on the twist is that um, Luke finds out, okay, so Luke finds out that Darth Vader is his dad, and also has a TikTok account. Yeah, like I worked in your thing, right? I like that. And he's, and he's a superstar on TikTok.
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay, I like that. Or, um, okay, he also, here's an alternate, he finds out he's his dad, but he was like, you know what, I didn't need you, um, I grew to love myself, so... Actually, you can have your fatherhood back. Um, I don't need you, and I love myself, and I've healed my wounds. And then, and then he <laughs> kills them and restores good. Okay. <laughs> nice. um, wow, I love you so much. Thank you, Chris, so much for doing this show. Can you tell our listeners where to find you if they want to watch your stuff or follow you? Sure.
1: Um, first of all, thanks for having me. This is great, and it's good to see you again. Um, uh, but people can find me uh, at com and on social Uh, at real chris Cal on instagram and twitter um where i'm uh mostly active on twitter uh incessantly so that's where you can find me
0: yeah and you can follow this podcast at tell me anything pod and follow me at Larissa t on twitter and instagram thank you